Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. God bless you for being here this morning. Welcome to everybody. Whether you're in person or online, we're glad that you are leaning in to the Spirit of God this morning. And I think it's evident to me as a pastor, as I was enjoying the worship, I was enjoying a move of God, that it's been mentioned that this service was preceded by three nights of prayer in the sanctuary and at homes throughout the Inland Empire. And even if you don't understand prayer, even if you're not familiar with it, even if you're skeptical about prayer, you would have to notice that something different moved into this house today to prove that prayer really does change things and prayer really does invite the Spirit of God down to where we live. And so those of you in your homes and at this church the last three nights, thank you for engaging. Thank you for praying down a prayer of comfort and healing and assurance. Surely we are in the presence of God. I can feel the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. And this for those of you that are just overloaded. The Sharice has mentioned it, I think, and several on the platform that we are living in challenging times from employment to health to politics. They've all collided. But I'm glad that I know a God that is greater than all of the things that's happening up on this earth. Hallelujah. Not only do I know him, I have a relationship with him. The words of the song several years ago, I am a friend of God. Yes, I am. I am a friend of God. And what a wonderful time to know God. And so welcome, welcome to this service this morning. We have strategically and intentionally planned communion on this service. The thought process behind that, the behind the scenes is that Communion is a purging. Communion is a renewing. And how many of us need to be purged of the events from 2020? I think we could all say yes and amen to that. And although we do not know the future, and the song says, I don't know who holds tomorrow, by faith today we're going to purge our body, soul, mind, and spirit and walk with newness of life into 2021 with an expectation. Hey, here's a new word for you. Anticipation. The next three Sundays are strategic. The series is called Anticipate. Yes, we're doing prayer, and then we're doing communion, and next week we start the series Anticipate. We're happy to bring some amazing thoughts and material and a word of God to you next Sunday. But the God who created us knows that we are challenged and that maybe we don't have the greatest memories. How many of you, to prove my point, often can't find your car keys? When you are the one that laid them where they are, In my case, if your wife moves everything and you don't do that, not true. 
The point is we can't even remember where, where's my keys. How about this one? Where's my shoes? Hey, here's one for the fun timers. Where's my glasses? The response usually is, they're on your head. Because we forget. And throughout the Bible, God was always setting up memorials for his people. Whenever a significant event happened, the patriarchs would build an altar. When the people of Israel crossed Jordan, what they do, they set up 12 stones by the riverbank to serve as a memorial to that event. Why? So they didn't forget. Whenever they walked and they saw the stones, the parents would tell them that God's miraculous entrance for them into the promised land passed this way. A significant memorial for the Israelites where the Passover was the Passover. The Passover was a meal that was celebrated to remember their escape from Egypt. What was Egypt? Bondage. How do you reword that in the 21st century? Sin. Your escape from sin. And during the meal, they would eat bitter herbs to remind them of the years in slavery. They would also eat sweet honey to remind them of just how great God is. And during the celebration that Jesus met his disciples and he started with the Lord's Supper. Every family set an additional setting place for the Messiah. This was a reminder that they were looking for the one God to return. It is from this place that the Bible scholars believe that Jesus took the bread and the cup. There's a strong significance and understanding that the primary purpose for communion is this, self-examination and purification. Your heart, your spirit, your thoughts, your actions should all represent Christ. This past year has been very challenging maybe for all of those to represent Christ at the same level. Maybe at times your spirits were down. Maybe your thoughts were humanistic and carnal. Maybe you could look back on 20 and 20 and say, you know what, my actions didn't really signify the God that lives inside me. My heart has grown weary through all the chaos and the uncertainty. And yes, Lord, I need a brand new touch. But I must wash away, I must purge, I must sanctify the old man. David writes in Psalms 139, Search me, O God, and know my heart. And try me and know my thoughts. Psalms 51, Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity. Iniquity is self-will, things that I willfully do. What have I willfully said? Where have I willfully gone? That's iniquity. But David says this, Wash me thorough from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. You see, I think communion is a reset button. 
In the Jewish culture, there's a word that's called a mikvah. When we toured Israel with our group several years back, I realized, and they took us to several places, it's a ritual bath for the Orthodox Jews, which traditionally required certain occasions before the Sabbath that they would cleanse and purify themselves in a mikvah. Several biblical regulations specify that the water is in the mikvah. It's kind of like I would subscribe as I, or describe rather as I picture the ones that we saw in Israel. It's almost like a hole in the ground. The ones that we saw were ancient and so they weren't very elaborate and almost looked like a big, someone dug a big ditch, a square ditch. And it was by full immersion in the mikvah that required the spiritual purification and the ritual, the purification, that it would have to occur. And a person was required to be ritually pure in order to enter the temple. I was mesmerized by the story that the guide told us in Israel. As he took us to the temple mount, And he showed us an area that was called a sheep market. That people would travel to the temple. And coming from distances, they would buy a sacrifice, an animal. That they would sacrifice to purify themselves in the sheep market. In fact, the sheep market was very close to the man at the pool of Bethesda. When I saw that in the literal location, Sister Chris, we realized that, wow, the man was just laying by the pool, by the sheep market, by the temple. And how many times did Jesus come out of the temple? And the man was right there. The only thing between the man and the temple was the sheep market. Why the sheep market? For purification. And in temple times, the high priest as well as the Jew who wished to enter into the house of God, had first to immerse in the mikvah. On Yom Kippur, the holiest days, the high priest would allow entrance into the Holy of Holies, the innermost chambers of the temple of God, Brother Foster. It's called the Holy of Holies. You go past the outer court. You go past the brazing altar, the laver of water, the showbread, and you keep traveling and when you can't go no more, you're facing the Holy of Holies. In the Old Testament days, the Shekinah glory would come down and atone the sins of the people. But the high priest, the man of God representing those people, had to have purified himself. Because they knew and we know and history shows that Impurification does not coexist with purity. And maybe you think if you're not well familiar with that, the writings, well, what happened if the high priest went in and he wasn't pure and his level of purity didn't match up to the purity of God? Well, the simple answer is he would be struck dead. So, Pastor, what does that have to do with me? I'm living in the 21st century. I, I live in a modern world. I live in Southern California. This is what it has to do with us. 
that at Calvary, the veil was torn. And now we are the high priests of our homes and our lives. And we are about to enter into the Holy of Holies. And before we do that, we purify ourselves. You see, this day, the Yom Kippur day, was the zenith of the day that involved an ascending order of services, which was preceded by an immersion of them in a mikvah. I learned in Bible days that the purification was paramount prior to entering into the temple. The Holy of Holies, which represents the presence of God. And so today we've come to step into the Holy of Holies. Well, pastor, I'm not a high priest. As Pastor Mark has already preached, if you've been baptized in the name of Jesus, washing away your sins and God has filled you with the Spirit, then you are a high priest of your home, yourself. And so now I'm going to lead this congregation and this digital family into the Holy of Holies from your living room, from your home office. But I want us to purify first. I want us to sanctify so that God will receive our sacrifice this morning. And that as we move forward into this year and we move away from January 10th and tomorrow into the 11th and February and March, that regardless of what happens on Capitol Hill, regardless of what happens in the Senate, regardless of what happens worldwide, regardless of what happens on the job, that I and we and you can still stay holy and pure with the God of gods and the King of kings in everything that we do, that I do. So what do you mean, Pastor? I'm just saying, you know what? I'm zooming this down to my little world where I have control. In my little world, Brother Tony, I can stay holy. Sister Foster, in my little world, I can be pure. What about the rest of the world? What about our state? What about our government? Right now, that's not my world that I can figure out. Some things have to be left in the hands that bear nail prints. It's not me. Some things I don't have answers for. How's it going to turn out? I don't know. But I'm going to maintain my purity and I'm going to maintain my holiness. I'm going to linger and I'm going to live close to the Holy of Holies as possible. And so what I'm going to ask us to do before we move forward, in a moment I'm going to put a three-minute timer on the board and I'm going to ask us to take our three minutes in the Holy of Holies. And you pray and you purify yourself and you talk to God. And if you want to come up here, we can accommodate five of you. If you want to kneel where you're sitting and make that a three-minute Holy of Holies altar, if you want to stand, if you want to sit, all I'm asking you to do that you get your mind on Jesus. And when that timer starts in a moment for three minutes, you're at home, you're in your living room, I want everything to cease. I don't want nobody talking. I want you thinking and meditating and 
on God. Why? Because we're in the Holy of Holies. There's no talking in the Holy of Holies. It's solemn. It's serious business. Can you imagine the high priest going into the Holy of Holies as he enters in and he begins to take a step and he says, as far as I know, I'm pure and holy. I think I've done everything right. But just that human anxiety, Brother Tim, and he steps into the Holy of Holies expecting to come out alive and well. Can you imagine the self-examination that went in before that? Wow. Honestly, Brother Blair, that stresses me out a little bit if I'm in his shoes. And so we're going to administer communion. Brother Renee, I want to make sure us and our families are, you know what? I've got with God. And maybe you've been busy this week and Sunday communion slipped your mind. That's why we're doing what we're doing. To give us a moment, just I need three minutes with God. I'm going to ask you to get in the Holy of Holies respectfully and you do some soul searching. And following our three minutes, I've asked three of our pastoral staffs to lead us in three separate focused prayers. And then I will come back and administer communion. So those of you that are online, I'm asking God to minister to you wherever you are. God is omnipresent. I understand that. The word of God is coming from the pulpit of your home church and your pastor is speaking and you're streaming via technology. And I can respect that. But I want you to pay attention and be very, very quiet and let your mind ponder in your thoughts as we enter into the Holy of Holies. Somebody could help me, please. Okay, let's find a place with God very quietly.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we humbly come before you this morning, Lord. Father God, we pause for a few minutes, Lord. Lord, we pause for a few minutes, Heavenly Father. Lord, that we may not proceed, Lord, without, Lord, praying. Lord, we want to thank you this morning, Lord, Father God. Lord, we want to thank you this morning for who you are, Lord. We want to thank you for what you've done this morning, Father God, and what you continue to do, Lord, that we don't even realize sometimes, Lord, Father God. Lord, we ask, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask, Father God, let our, let our conscience be clear this morning of sin, Lord, Father God. We ask, Father God, that let our hearts be set free this morning, Father God. Let us not be entangled in the web of sin this morning, Father God. Let us not, Father God, I pray, Father God, be imprisoned by sin this morning, Father God. Lord, we pray. We come to you this morning, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Search me, Lord. Search my heart. Search my mind. Search my inner being, Lord. And if you shall find sin within me, Lord, Father God. If you shall find sin in my life, Father God. If you should find, Father God, an unclean heart, Father God, if you should find a tainted mind that is occupied by sin, if you should find feet that are not worthy this morning, Father God, I pray, Father God, that you would cleanse us this morning. I pray, Lord, that you would wash us, Lord, make us white as snow this morning, Father God. I pray that you would purify us this morning, Father God, in your holy word as we come before you this morning. Lord, let us get it right with you, Lord, before we partake, Lord, in your heavenly communion this morning, Father God. It is I, it is I that stand before you this morning, Lord, that needed prayer. It is I that stand before you this morning confessing my sins before you this morning, Lord, Father God. It is I this morning, Father God, asking you for forgiveness this morning, Father God. Remember me, Lord, Father God. Remember me this day, Father God. Forget me not, Lord, Father God, this day that I come asking you, Father God. Forgive me of my sins this day, Father God. Lord, I pray, Father God, let me dwell in the safety of your word. Let me dwell in the unity of your spirit. Cleanse me and wash me this morning, Father God. It is I that is standing in the need. It is I, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, take not your Holy Spirit from me, Father God. Lord, take not, Lord, 
your love from me this morning, Father God, because of my sin, Father God. But I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I know that you are loving God. I know that you are a forgiving God. I know that you are a trusting God. I know, Father God, that you will never leave us and you will never forsake us. So, Lord, we come to your throne this morning, Father God, asking one more time, Lord, that you would wash us this morning, that you would cleanse us this morning, that you would make us whole again before you this morning, Lord. We come before you this morning, Father God. In the name of Jesus, we declare, Father God. Lord, we come before you, Father God. Purify us this morning, Lord, that we may be justified and made right through the Holy Ghost this morning, Father God. Lord, I ask that our mind and our heart will synchronize with your spirit this morning, Father God. Once again, Father God, I thank you, Lord, Father God, for inputting your word inside of our heart that you have forgiven us, Father God, through your loving spirit. And Lord, we sing that old song, that old gospel song, Father God, that you put in our heart that begin to flood my soul again. I ask myself, Lord, is it all right with you, Lord? Is it all right with you, Lord? And you begin to put the song in my heart again and renew it, Lord. It is well. It is well. It is well within my soul. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we glorify you, Lord. Amen. It's my duty to bring praise and thanksgiving right now as we take communion. Why don't you stand and give him praise and thanksgiving right now? Thank you for the forgiveness of sins. Praise him for the forgiveness of sins today. Thank you, Lord, for the washing of your word, God. Thank you for the cleansing, God, of your spirit today. In Luke 22, before he took the bread, before he supped of the, the cup, he gave thanks. And as apostolic, Holy Ghost-filled, Pentecostal children of God, how much more should we give thanks? Because we know the fullness of the Godhead. We know the fullness of Calvary. Our God is still not on the throne. He's not, he's, he still is on the throne. He's not, in the, he's not on the, the cross. He's not in the tomb, but he is a resurrected Savior. And we know all of him today. And where he's saying, partake of me. As you partake of that, that wafer this morning, let us give thanks because we know all of him. We know all of him. As we drink that wine and that grape juice this morning, we give you thanks, God, because we do it in remembrance of you, your full body. God, that the stripes that you took on your back for Calvary, we give you thanks. They were for our healing. That spirit that lives inside of us, God, we give you thanks. Because we have resurrected power, God. That same power that resurrected you, God, lives inside of us today. And we give you thanks this morning. We thank you for freedom, God. We thank you for the washing of your word. We thank you for the washing of your, our sins, God. We thank you for your presence, God. Oh, we thank you, God, because... Lord, we're in the valley of the shadow of death, Lord. We fear no evil because we know you are with us. In our deepest and our darkest time, God, we give you thanks today because we know you are there and you reign forever. You reign forever, Lord. We give you thanks. 
we give you praise, God, for your glory, your glory that shines on us. We thank you, God, for no matter what's going on in this world and no matter what's going on in our life, God, we call on the name of Jesus and you change the atmosphere. No matter how dark our situation is, God, we call on your name and you light it up. We thank you this morning. God, and as we prepare ourselves, God, to take this communion this morning, Lord God, we do not want to take it without giving you thanks and giving you praise for your goodness. Oh, the world might be crumbling around us, God, but we stand in your presence and thank you and praise your name because we know the power that resides inside of us and the power that comes through your name, God. We give you praise and we give you thanks. Why don't you give him a hand clap of praise and thanksgiving this morning in Jesus' name. First Chronicles says, Jabez called upon the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me and that you would enlarge our border and that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from harm so that I will receive no pain, no pain. So let's do this. God, will you bless? Ask him, will you bless me? Will you enlarge our border? God, please let your hand be with me and keep us from harm. Right now, God, all worry and anxiety aside, God, I pray over everyone here and everyone online, God, that you would bless them, bless their finances, every self-employed person, every contractor, God, every business owner, every employee, every government employee, God, that you would bless their finances, give them raises at work, bless their businesses exponentially, God, bless their give them finances, not just for finances, but that they could bless the kingdom to move this message forward in 2021. God, give them pay raises. Give them peace on the job. Give them comfort on the job. God, let them be elevated in their leadership at their jobs this week. God, that you would expand them and expand their minds and expand their horizons, God, this year. God, let your hand be on each family represented here and online. God, we don't just want your blessings, but we want your hand of guidance and direction in 2021. So place your hand, God. Come down from heaven and physically, God, place your spiritual hand in each one of our homes here, each one of our family, every single adult, every college student, every high school student. God, guide and lead and direct and let there be no harm on our families. Let there be no harm in this church. God, let there be peace and love. Let there be healing and restoration. God, 2021 is your year. This is your kingdom come. Thy will Will be done on earth as it is in heaven in Jesus name amen praise God praise God while you're standing I'm gonna ask the team that's helping me if you'll begin to hand out the implements of our communion service if you are home if you'll listen to me for a moment those that are streaming again this is symbolic so depending on how, what you have at your house just grab some liquid the minimum would be water and grab a wafer, a cracker, something that would just signify that you're taking something. So do the best you can if you need to step off into the kitchen for a moment. It could be a cracker, a cheese it a piece of bread. Again, it's symbolic. 
and you can't be here with us, but I want you to drink something and partake something. In a moment, I'll lead us as they're serving those here in the church. Praise God. If you'll if you're in person with us, there's a little thin layer you'll peel back for the wafer, and then I believe there's another layer for the juice. you'll just hold that position and I'll lead us through the scripture in 1 Corinthians. Those of you that are home, you can hear me on your device. Let's gather back to the living room or where you were. We're about ready to start. I want to give you time to, maybe if you need to make your way to the kitchen and back. I don't want to miss anybody. Those of you that are here in person with us, is there anybody that's not been served yet? If you'll raise your hand. I want to make sure from the media department to Pastor Nolan and I, Praise God. What a wonderful time to examine ourselves before God. And again, this is a remembrance of the Lord's Supper, which is a self-purification, self-examination. Lord, I'm examining myself before you as Brother Foster led us in prayer. If there be any wickedness, if there be any sin, any mischief, Lord, purge me. I lift up holy hands. If I've overlooked something, if I have forgotten something, there is nothing between God and I as far as I know. I'm pure. I'm in the holy of holies. Praise God. Praise God. If you'll take your wafer, if you're at home, if you'll take your bread or cracker, whatever you have chosen. Paul's writing to the church in Corinth in his first epistle, chapter 11. He picks up in verse 23 and it says, For I quote, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it, and said, to his disciples, I'm adding, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. Lord, we remember. Hallelujah. 
Mm. Purity. After the same manner, he also took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. Lord, receive this. Let the heavenlies, God, receive pure hands. Holy hearts here in Temecula and online. The living rooms and the home offices, God, of those that are streaming. That together and collectively as a body of Christ from this local church, that we lift up holy hands and pure hearts and motives. And that this year, God, I command according to the word that this year, God, we will feel and see an anointing, Lord, that will make up for any year that has gone past us. Lord, that the spirit of God will be upon every one of us for our health, mind, body, and soul today. I command this prophecy. I command a prophetic word, Christ, upon everyone that calls this church home, regardless of in person or online, that this year, God, you will protect us in the prayers of the people and the ministry today, God, would not just be words, but there will be a prophetic word into the future of every hearer and every doer of this local body of Christ, Lord. I seal that, Lord, with a prophetic word as a pastor here. And we bind these things on earth, and your scripture says you bind them in heaven. And the things that you loose in heaven, God, the Bible says that you loose it upon us on earth today. You are loosing into our lives and our marriages. You are loosing into our souls. We are being set free from our addictions and our inadequacies, our fears and our angers and our attitudes, the darkness and the evil that's over this world, Lord. You are setting us free and protecting us and insulating us, God. Why? Because we are a child of the King, and our hearts and our minds and our souls are pure, God. And we honor you today, and we recognize the power, Lord, of communion. And we don't take these things lightly, for we are coming to you. With purity, humility, submission. We embrace these things, God. And we love you. And we need you. And you speak peace into our lives. You speak peace into our fear. You speak peace into our concerns. You speak peace into our uncertainties. And I pray, God, that you would continue to speak that peace into your pure earthly church that I pastor here today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In agreements of thanksgiving, could you put your hands together? Lord, I thank you. I love you. I honor you today in the Holy Ghost. These things are so. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, 
like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.